Yeah, welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and you are listening to the Jay Vaz Show. This is March the 4th. It is the first Monday of the new month uh, as far as the podcast is concerned. And uh, today's show is a good one. Today, on today's show, we'll talk about uh, the concert that we attended this past weekend. We were able to cover the Mexican Lifts Tour in uh, Houston at the IVA Center for SPM and the Dope House family. Uh, we discussed the performance of some Texas legends like Lil Kiki, Trey the Truth, Kirkle Bangs, Smooth Vega, among other artists that were uh, performing that night. Uh, Juan Gotti, Rashid, uh, Carlin, and, uh, Carlin Rodriguez, and Carly Coy, SPM's daughter. Uh, we also discussed Carly Coy's new album, My Father's Revenge. We talk about her performance and how we think she will improve over time. Uh, later on the show, we're interviewing a young, yet talented MMA fighter fighting out of Chihuahua, Mexico at 12-3, and 3, Fernando Padilla. We talk about his last fight in January, uh, growing up as a kid, uh, his plans for the future, and his upcoming fight this Saturday, March the 9th. That and much more on the Jay Bass Show. Baby, let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the J Vaz Show. And welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, J Vaz, alongside my co host, Prince Jericho. What up, Prince? Yeah. What's up, man? What's good? Shit, Great. this is this is take 2002. Um We've been having a little difficulties with this fucking recording, so we're trying a new, uh, we're trying this new equipment for the recording, and I had just, I just had some um, user issues, or how do you call it? User, <laughs> user something. User, I don't know, just some technical difficulties. Technical issues. difficulties, I guess you can say, and uh, I forgot to hit turn on the Phantom Power, kind of like, you know, we had an event on Saturday. We had an event on Saturday for a dope house called the Mexican Lifts Tour for SPM, where they had a lot of good performances, a lot of Texas legends like uh, Trade the Truth, uh, Lil Kiki, they had Kirk Banks, my boy Smooth Vega, um, a lot of other independent yeah. artists, Molly, Molly Blanco, they had uh, Lords, I apologize, I can't remember everybody's names, but they had the whole dope house family, <laughs> Carolyn, they had uh, Carly Coy, SPM's daughter, Juan Gotti, Rashid was up there. Uh, One Chain and Two Charms was up there. So it was a, it was a pretty cool event. So uh, me and Myra were outside, and we did an interview with uh, with Sylvia, SPM's, da- uh, SPM's daughter, SPM's sister. And she gave us a dope-ass interview, man. Talked about SPM, uh, how it was seeing him be as successful as he was, and then see his yeah. kids following the footsteps. Um, and then just talked to, about, talked to us about their new artist, uh, you know, Shay, Shay Woods um justin case and obviously carly core and talk to us about the upcoming projects they have so we were excited that we were able to get this interview then we hit play and we felt to realize i forgot to turn the mic on so we had no sound just video which kind of sucks but you know keep the show moving keep the show rolling uh it was a pretty cool right. event um little kiki was pretty dope man i really i really enjoyed his performance um, my boy Smooth Vega put on a show. Uh, we talked about this earlier, and then we talked about this the first time we recorded. How it's pretty impressive that he's able to perform his tracks with no vocals. Like he just brings the instrumentals and does his shit live. 
and that's pretty impressive. But I personally had never seen Lil Kiki perform. I had never seen Trey perform. So to be able to witness these these artists that I grew up listening to perform was pretty fucking dope for me. Um, what was your your experience like for, for you guys? Uh, it was great for me. Uh, that that was the first time I I got to see some of those uh, even like um, the bigger names perform. I, I got to see a little Kiki. Uh, that was really dope. the The venue was great. The artists were were dope too. Um, I, I think one that stood out to me was uh, Doe Man. You know, he came with a lot of lyricism, and I just uh, appreciated his his wordplay on his tracks. It was really uh, live. He got hyped. You know, you know, uh, Smooth, Smooth Vega was telling me about his performance. He told me that he thought Dobin's performance was pretty cool. Uh, I don't remember seeing him perform. It must have been when we were outside doing the interview or when we were taking the pictures. Um, so I didn't you, catch that. You may, I, I remember you. You might have. Yeah, probably. Because I remember you mentioned me um, that you were talking to him. But I was like, ah, I don't remember seeing him perform. Like, I would be lying to you. But but yeah, I heard good things about his performance. Right, right, right. We, uh, we exchanged some uh, information. Uh, he was telling me that he was uh, about to go on tour in uh, California for about two months, and then he'll be back. So I said we could, uh, you know, either set something up while he's on tour, or you know, just get an exclusive when he's back in town, maybe video him somewhere. But um, yeah, man, like the energy was was awesome. Uh, to see the, I, I didn't know it was um, you know a family friendly event. So at first I was seeing little kids there and stuff, but. Uh, every I think everybody had a really great time. Uh, yeah, it was the, uh, a it was an all age event. All right. The what? The V. You didn't get to have any of the uh, go back to the lounge and get the VIP snack. Oh no no I didn't I didn't I didn't really go to the uh, VIP. Well, I I have found I have found like the kebabs uh, and like this whole like fruit bar and shit. You know, strawberries inside the apples. Shit was crazy. Nah, um, but. No, nah. the, the event was. We 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 were working. <clears throat> we were working. So um, hey, I had to take I had to take a break. <laughs> nah, I had so, to eat all day. So um, yeah, it was a pretty cool event, man. Like you said, it was a it was an it was a family event. It was all age event. Uh, they were giving out uh Carly Coy's album, My Father's Revenge album, to the people that came in. Uh, we got to take a lot of pictures of the people that came in and at the front entrance. So if you are listening to the podcast right now, know your pictures will be uploaded to the website pretty soon, thejvastshow.com. The pictures will be available there. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on the social media pages to keep up where we're gonna, where, you know, what events we'll be hitting up next. Um, but yeah, it, it was a cool performance. Like like we were talking about earlier, it was it was dope. Um, we talked about it got kind of weird when Juan Gotti got on there. Not weird in a bad way, just weird because. It's, it's a rap event and he starts doing rock and I was like what the fuck and it was just too loud I mean was it matter that he brought the, I thought it was great he brought guitars and uh, you know oh, live that was, music up there that was dope that was dope that he did that uh, but like I said it's just you know I'm not I guess I'm not a fan of rock so I just couldn't relate or but but people were fucking with it though he, he, he has his following people had a little mosh pit going and, and like I said yeah. not weird in a bad way or trying to knock him it's just not my style of music, um, but I mean, people were having a fucking good ass time. Uh, so they, they, you right. know, the people that fuck with it, they, they enjoyed themselves. Um, who else was up there? Carolyn had a pretty good performance. Obviously, like we said, Kiki took you back to the early two thousands when we were younger, and it again, it was just, 
it was just live, man. It was different. And um, again, shout outs to, to the Dope House family. Shout outs to Sylvia Core for giving us the opportunity to uh, to cover the event because uh, you know that 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 gave us a different uh, access than we would have had. We would have just went as fans. Uh, shout outs right. to to my boy Smooth Vega. Uh, he was out there. We caught a shout out from him. He was out here in in, in Houston from Funky Town, Fort Worth. But um, but yeah, it was um, Carly Core dropped a new album. Carly Core is SPM's daughter's called uh, My Father's Revenge. And like I mentioned, they gave a copy to everybody that went to the event. Uh, have you had a chance to listen to it? I have not yet. Cool. What cool. do you think of it? So, um. On the on the album, she has interviews with SPM before every track, where SPM talks about you know the the song itself, and then she does you know she does her thing, and uh, I mentioned this to you earlier on when when we thought we were recording, um, and <laughs> and I feel like with time she's gonna be good. Like I just think it's it's so hard to try to fill, fill in her dad's footsteps because obviously SPM was a pretty big deal. And to just yeah. come out of nowhere and try to fill in those those um those shoes, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot like it's got to be a lot of pressure. Um, but when when she's on stage and when she's rapping those songs, I just feel like she's trying too hard. But I feel like once she finds herself and finds her style and sits there and you're like, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna be what my dad was. You know, I'm I'm not my dad. I'm I'm Carly. And I think at that point she she's gonna she's gonna feel more comfortable and she's gonna be more loose because um I was telling Myra and I was telling you earlier as well when SPM did like for example Wiggy Wiggy when he did that track you can hear he's having fun and it's just like is he's just being him there's there's nothing sounding like he's forcing it and when you hear her do it you can hear it in her voice that she's possibly trying too hard um and and again I get it it's a lot of pressure so you got to try hard. But, you know, hopefully soon she'll realize that, you know, fuck trying too hard. Like, I'm just going to be myself. And it comes out more natural is what I'm trying to say. It'll come out more natural. Her performance will be more natural. And and she'll kill it, you know. Um, right. But, she's uh, young, too, though. Yeah, so, she, she's mean, young, she, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this is her first album. I, I mean, shoot, I would probably be a little nervous, too. Hell yeah, and and, and yeah, because we, we said it earlier. Like she 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 started performing maybe like a year or two years ago, so she's fairly new to this. But with time, she'll get, she'll get good. Um, I chopped it up with Shay Woods from Dope House. We're gonna have him on the show later on this month, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, I got Clever, uh, Clever gonna be on the show later on as well. Uh, we linked up with him. Um, just in case, I'm trying to get Just in Case on here. Just in Case is a new Dope House uh, artist. And he's been doing numbers. He put out a video, and within the first week, he hit like, fuck. I thought I think he was like at fifty thousand views in less than a week. I think it was like in three days. So, so that was pretty wow. impressive for his first video. Um, and um, what else? What else? Carolyn did good. Uh, Kirko. Ah, so one thing I want to talk about. Um, when people get on, <laughs> get <laughs> oh, he did good. He did good. But when people go to these events, you're paying to see these artists. If you don't like an artist that's performing, that's your yes, that's, that's your problem. Like you, you don't have to stand in the front row. Just fuck, fuck off. Like go get a drink or go outside for a smoke break or something. But apparently there was a yeah. moment where Kirko was performing, and a fan was just flicking him off the whole time. 
Like Kirk was talking about, put your hands up, throw your H's in the air, and this motherfucker just flicking them off. And Kirk was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He told the DJ stop the music and told boy that, hey man, like on some real H sound shit, like stop, stop flicking me off or I'm gonna fucking beat your ass right now. And and apparently this dude, Myra was telling me this dude the whole time the dude was like mean mugging him, throwing his hands up, like what's up? It's like bro, you ain't gonna do nothing. Like just if if you don't fuck with his music, you don't gotta fuck with it. Just like I said, go get a drink, go outside. You don't got to be on the front row for every performance. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking stupid of me. I mean, shoot. If I paid to be here, I should have every right to do whatever I want. If you want to get it as me, man, shoot. Let them throw his fingers up at you, bro. <laughs> nah, but you're not You're not paying to be an asshole. You're, play, you're paying to see these performances. And again, if you're paying to see Juan Gotti and Kirk Bangs is on stage, you don't have to be on the front row to see Kirk Bangs. You know what I mean? Well, like. You are assholes for free anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to be, like, just fuck off. Like, you know, the people that I, I wasn't feeling, I just went and sat down. Like, well, fuck it. I'm not, I don't know their songs, so I'm just going to sit down. Um, so, I, I mean, I, that's the way I look at it. Like, hey, you don't got to fuck with these people. You know, I'm not going to sit there and try to ruin somebody's performance just because I don't like their music. Like, that's stupid. But, but obviously, liquor, you know, it makes you do shit. So, I'm thinking the guy was probably a little bit drunk or something but so yeah he had to be but i mean it sounded it sounded like everybody else was having a good time so yeah everybody had a good time the crew had uh got real good um uh whatchamacallit content so we'll be having video and pictures pretty soon they, they got real good content yep. shout outs to snap and design shout outs to blackout ent make sure you guys follow them on instagram at snap and design underscore and black underscore ENT. No, I'm sorry. Blackout underscore ENT. Um, so yeah. Um, what else? I think that was that, that pretty much wraps up the event. Um, besides that, man, what you got going on this weekend? What you, what you guys get into? Uh, I'm actually about to just chill, probably take a shower, do a little reading, Ooh, you know, get out. some knowledge, and then, and then just. And probably just Netflix and chill, you know what I'm saying? Knowledge is that's power, what, ladies and gentlemen. From. Knowledge is power. Especially <laughs> when you, you know, implement that knowledge into something. Um, that's, that's what's up. Counts. That's when it counts, man. Um, so, yeah, uh, it was a pretty good weekend. We got a lot of other events coming up. Make sure you guys check out the website, Uh Coming up, I believe we have... March 16th is... Um, we're going to be in South by Southwest. We're going to be in Austin. And then on the 23rd, we're going to be in Dallas for the Miles Mouse. Miles, I think his name is, from a Joe Budden podcast. We got a networking class out there. And then we got some low, uh, Tejas Lowrider Movement events coming up as well. So make sure you guys check, check that out and keep up with our events. And um, coming up, we got an interview. Uh, like Juan Gotti said, they try to keep us in a box, but we are all around that motherfucker. So we're not, it's, it's not a music interview. Uh, we went a little bit out of the box. And we went in and had a conversation with an MMA fighter from Legacy. His name is Fernando Padilla. He is from, um, I sound real Mexican when I say these names, huh? Like, it goes from, um, he has a record of 12 and 3. He has a fight on Saturday the 9th at CXF 17 March Madness with Spike Carlisle. I think that's the guy's name. Uh, but yeah, he's 12 and 3. He's ranked number 2 of 441 active U.S pro lightweights he's also ranked fourth in uh featherweight 
And then in the California pro lightweights, he's ranked second and ranked fourth among featherweights. And then as um, United States pro lightweight, he's ranked sixth overall and he's ranked seventh among featherweights. So it was a, it was a pretty good interview. We had fun doing it. Uh, it's a little bit of delay in the conversation, obviously, because of where he's located at. But uh, it was definitely a good interview. Hope you guys enjoyed just as much as we did. And um, we'll be back after this break. Um, and uh, let's go, man. Let's go check out this interview. Let's go. And joining us now from Chihuahua, Mexico, weighing at 154 pounds. His record is 12 and 3, has won the last two fights. He's second in the West Professional Lightweight, second in the United States Professional Lightweight, fifth in the California Professional Lightweight. Fernando Padilla, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> Over here, just chilling, enjoying life. Chilling, chilling. <laughs> That's enjoying life, <laughs> enjoying the last, uh, the victory from last weekend. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Fernando uh, man tell us tell us a little bit tell tell us a little bit about uh, about yourself man um tell us you know where you from and 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 how you got started into the uh into the business of mixed martial arts um well I'm from Chihuahua Chihuahua Mexico um uh born and raised in Mexico <laughs> and mm, <laughs> Talking about like fighting, fighting wise, I feel that I always say this. I always say that I feel that I have it on the block. You know, I feel that fighting for me is natural. I talk like my, I talk about my family and like my dad used to be really good, like fighting, but in the streets, you know, back in the days, he was a really good street fighter. A lot of a lot of the people back in Chicago were like they they talk about my dad like wow, and uh. My grandpa knows a lot about boxing. My uh, my two grandpas know a lot about boxing. My the grand my grandpa from the side of my mom side of my mom was a boxer. Uh, he's always telling me about like throwing punch, how to throw punches, or like always, always every time he's something. And uh, and like I just like to fight. You know, I've been fight. I've been like getting into street fighting. I have memory. <laughs> Like literally, since I have memories, you know, I've been family parties to like me. I have it's me and one cousin that is like five days younger than me. So like they always, all the cousins and everybody try to make us fight, and we're always fighting like in Christmas, in family parties, like everywhere I go, like I was just like fighting, you know, as a kid, and then I grow up in the school fighting things like that, and um. And I like it. I like. I just like it. I've been always like the type of kid that's on. It's on like every sport since I was young. Like uh, football, football, soccer, uh, hockey. I don't know. Well, not hockey. Now what? Uh, tennis. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, basketball. Like I've been uh, all around football, and like I just finish with the things that I start liking more. You know, getting people. <laughs> Do you <laughs> anybody basketball? So, um, it's... <laughs> no, I was just doing it for fun. 
uh, with my school, you know, uh, with the schools, of, we don't get money for <laughs> for playing. I'll tell you. But, let me let me ask you this, Fernando. Um, I I, I couldn't help but notice, uh, whenever you win your fight, are you a Dragon Ball Z fan? What happened? What, what do you ask? Are Are you a Dragon Ball Z fan? Oh yeah, for sure. Nice. <laughs> I love <laughs> Dragon Ball. I was. Uh, I can I can tell I don't know because see I'm I'm not a fan of it but I can tell because uh, I know the move you do whenever you win the fight favorite character <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah <laughs> favorite character Goku for sure fuck like that's, yeah. not, that's not a like a question you have to make you get to watch the Broly movie yeah hey, the Broly movie is really good yes my man Julio you got catch up brother you got catch up on it <laughs> man I was. I was tripping. Uh, I was tripping because the animation, the drawing, like everything is super clean. Yeah, yeah. And so I like. I like that a lot. I I remember. Do you incorporate any of your moves? I, I haven't watched Dragon Ball. What happened? <laughs> Both talk at the same time. Well, do you incorporate any of your uh, like ahead, Dragon Prince. Ball Z fight like into your fighting style? Uh, I don't think so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's something, something like, okay, it's weird because I think it's just too much movement, you know, it's too much, <laughs> you cannot, for example, I, I, I guess it's something that like, every fighter put into like, something that Dragon Ball is doing, like, we're trying to do it, is the like defense, for example, the catch punch, or like this. Uh, throw and slide at the same time like you keep the punches are throwing like yeah. all those kind of stuff like we do we do it on the fight but it doesn't look like in Dragon Ball because of the speed but we do it yeah. you know like we, we catch punches we counter punches like those things are Dragon Ball Z shit <laughs> so mm, <laughs> I don't know like I, I wouldn't fight like Goku for sure like I wouldn't have my stance like Goku I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to be like flying around and throwing kicks, you know. But it'd be cool to fly though. In 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 an in an MMA battle, you just like levitate off the ground, and they're like, "Oh, holy shit!" <laughs> that would be fucking crazy, you know. <laughs> but like, I'm down to put like a couple of like like spinning kicks, spinning elbows, all that kind of stuff, you know, like. I fight as my as as like everything I can do, everything I can like put on my perform. I would put it like if my coach told me to put a uh, spinning back elbow, I would train it all day. If you fight, you see like in the fight, do it, you know. So like nice. I'm down to do like crazy stuff too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Fernando, let me ask you this: What is your uh, what is your training process like before a fight? Uh, you know, Timmy, I'm a, we have, uh, okay, so we have this specific way of training. He's like, we train twice a day, every, every day, every day, like twice a day, every day. And like Saturdays, for example, it's always running day. And like, we just train really hard. We just grind ourselves really hard. So like, when during the camp, 
the change is not that much. Maybe you have a little, like, coach have a little bit more focus on you and, like, get you to do certain stuff that is going to help you. And we call it camp, but even when we are not in camp, we're just training the same. Everybody's training the same, so pretty much you're always in training camp over here. So if I have a fight, like, the way it is, they're going to put a little bit more, like, attention on me just to like check if I'm doing the right stuff if I'm if I'm like training the way to, to win my fight and um and well, that's pretty much all we never we never like switch the way we train we always train hard like 24 7 you know yeah, yeah. and I have, right, and right. I can understand because uh my dad he was a welterweight and just the you know mm-hmm. the stories he would tell me about it, it's the intensive training um, that he would go through, uh, just constantly, mm-hmm. you're constantly training, constantly eating right. It's uh, it's it's an every it's a job, you know, uh, but it's your career. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it takes a lot. It takes a lot out of a person. But you know, when you're at training at that level, um, you feel it. You, you feel it is a job, or what do you see it as? No, you know, I love what I do. Like, this is the thing. Obviously, sometimes it's hard. It's going to get harder because, you tra- you, like you said, I'm trying to train at a different level, like being being better than what I was. Like, every time I'm training, in a diff- trying to get into a different, different level of training. And that's with coach. Like, with coach, you never know what you're going to train and like, how long you're going to be training. Like, you just want to push yourself through the training. It's hard. <laughs> it's going to be harder. But, like, I just, I just like, want to, like, want to feel, uh, well, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I, I, I totally forget. Hey, no worries, my brother. just, like, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> no, you're good, man. You're good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I do see that um, you like throwing a lot of kicks, man. Uh, what is what is your favorite strike or your favorite submission to use in in a fight? Uh, uh, submission wise, uh, I love my river guard. I think my river guard is my favorite weapon down on the ground. So, whatever I can go from there, like uh, now, if I get an armbar for my river guard, it would be perfect. My triangle that I get in a lot. Uh, maybe the dead orchard too that is like the submission that I have like been submitting people with it um, and like out of that I think uh, my striking base I'm Mexican <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that my hands like I love <laughs> to punch I love I really love to punch like I, I love the fist fight feeling you know like I'm going to I'm going to punch you as hard as I can you're going to punch me as hard as you can, and let's see who like go down first. <laughs> I really like that. I really like that. Thing. So, so, and then you got you got a very long reach. Uh-huh. I I think that helps that as well, man. Having a having a long yeah. reach. Um. So we watched your last fight. We watched your last fight on uh last last weekend mm-hmm. on Friday, and um. You know the, the the way it ended. It was early stoppage, but I gotta tell you this: I like the way you handled it, though. The way that instead of 
you know, being cocky on the microphone, you you, you apologize to the fans and, and and you told the truth. Like it could go either way, mm-hmm. you know, that night and win in your favor. And you you were chopping him down anyways. I mean, yeah, it, I was I was. I thought you were kicking his ass. To be honest, yeah, like I don't think it was an early stoppage because of that. Because if he will, okay, what what do you want to do? I'm going to be honest with you. He was arguing that he had a leg lock on me. But I was like, but like, you, you, me, were, myself, you were punching, you were punching the crap out of his exactly, face. Exactly <laughs> in my in my in my yeah, and in my sight. He get the he get the he get the the leg lock because he extended me because the referee stopped the fight. If the referee wouldn't stop the fight, my pressure will keep coming yeah. down. Like I will break down and not punches. Elbows are coming. Like elbows coming because I'm close distance. Like that, that leg lock wouldn't get me. Let's like being honest with you, that leg lock wouldn't wouldn't get me at all. Yeah. And. And, and and like I said, I, I really like how you handled it. I like how you talked to the crowd and told them, hey, today went on my favor, man, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it it could go it could go either way any 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 yeah. night. Um that that was very, very cool of you. You know, like that's that's the truth, you know, is what I say, like, hey, I'm here doing my job and my job is win. And he's and he's here doing his job, his job is win too. Like it could be it could be both ways, like you say. Like it just depends who trained more, who wanted more, maybe, you know? Because I doing more. Yeah. So, Fernando, who are... Just like that. Yeah. Uh, sorry. So, yeah, Fernando, who are some of your inspirations as far as fighting um, or just in life? Uh, <laughs> well, one of those is my dad, obviously. <laughs> Always. Because... You know, I mean, I grew up in a in a situation of like, my dad is real, really big. He's like, he's like big. He's he's I'm taller than him, but he's like thick. Like he's he's fucking big. My dad is big. I don't know what the fuck like how how I don't get like that. Can you beat your dad though? And uh, huh? Can you beat your dad? Oh. No, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't. I, no, 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 no. Like, let, let me Good tell you something. My dad and me, we used to, we used to, we used to have a, we used to have a similar like character. He is really explosive, and I was really explosive before like fighting. Like we, we were like really explosive. So every time, every time, uh, like we get into trouble, like we start arguing hard. And like a couple of those times, we get into a fist fight, Ooh. and he just bit. Ooh. He just bit my ass, like <laughs> bit my ass, like. <laughs> that's the only man alive that can bit. Like that's, uh, that's the only man alive that can bit my ass. I don't think there's no saying <laughs> that you can't be like your dad. <laughs> he, he used, yeah, he used to make me cry on the ground while he was beating me up. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so your father obviously I was, you. I was do you have any other inspirations huh is it you're one uh, of your inspirations yeah your well yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my dad is the first one but uh, more into like the MMA business uh, my uh, my favorite fighter 
it's funny because nobody liked him. Nobody liked him anymore. And I shouldn't be saying this, but I like him a lot. Is John Jones? I think John Jones is a goat. Ooh. Yes. Like, I agree. Yes. Like skill wise, John Jones and and John Jones and who is Jesse Chavez? That's a good choice too. Who is that, Travis? Yeah, there you go. One of the best consistent fighters I've ever seen. And I don't think they get I I think like one of my one of my goals is like becoming the next one to say Travis from Mexico. Like the best the best of all times in his sport, you know. Like there's nothing there's there's nobody that you like mentioning me right now that like more known than who the silver challenge in Mexico because of the boxing. Like, come on, he's the greatest of all times in Mexico. Speaking into existence. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to be like that, you know. Like in Mexico, my name is like, oh Fernando Padilla, you know Fernando Padilla. Like, oh yeah, Fernando Padilla, like that type of guy. I want to be like that. I want to yeah. be the best. I want to yeah. be the best. Fernando, so um. Hey, and it it can happen. Hey, you 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 look really aggressive out there, man. I I, I really like I really like the style. Like, it, you you weren't backing down. And like I said, even even if you know they wouldn't have stopped the fight, you were chopping that dude down. Like his his legs were just giving out. You kept aiming. Uh, I think it was his left leg. His left leg was giving out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, he was gonna go down either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as uh, we just talked about how you like throwing punches earlier. Uh, what do you prefer? Do you prefer standing toe to toe and throwing punches, or do you, or would you mind, or you rather have taking your opponent to the ground? Mm-hmm. That's a funny question. Uh, to be honest, if you see my fights, if you see my fights in YouTube, or like if you find them, like I never, never in my life take somebody down. They take me down all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally... Uh, and then you put them in the arm bar. I, I, I see you... you <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the, the arm bar. Is it, I see you won a lot of fights by the... He's a dead horse. He's a dead horse. Yep. Yeah. He's <laughs> a 10 times submission. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, like I tell you, it's just weird. <laughs> That gives you my fight, and I have a lot of submissions, and you're like, oh, maybe he's going to try to take me down. And I never take down nobody. Like, I never do a takedown with nobody. They take me down, and I submit them. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> so, what is it's your a trap? Style, exactly. <laughs> I just like to box. I like, I like okay. it doesn't, like, well, I love jujitsu. I'm a brown belt in jujitsu. I love jiu-jitsu, you know, like, it's, it's my, that's, that's how I fell in love with the sport. I went to the gym, I trained jiu-jitsu, and then I fell in love with the sport. I was like, I literally want to do this all my life. Like, fighting and being able to show people, like, that's, that's the next step, you know? Next step on the, on the list. Mm. <laughs> like, so, okay, you, you're, you're a good, you're, you're a good boxer into whatever, but if they take you down and choke you out, like, what are you going to do? Can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So like my my for me it was like, hey, like now I'm learning how to choke people. I'm going to be unstoppable. 
I was like, yeah, I want to be unstoppable. So, uh, so pretty much my style is just like, it, my style is just weird because I can just box you till the dead or I can just tap you or just like put you to sleep or something. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'm aggressive in both sides, you know, like standing up and down. So maybe just like, it's just a weird style because you don't know where to fight, where you really want to fight me. Okay. Okay, okay. I've answered that question. So, you know, I'm sure MMA is a big part of your life, but it mm-hmm. can't be 24-7. What do you like to do on your downtime or, you know, to keep, you know, when you're not in the ring? What do you like to do on your free time? Mm. weird. So, just rest, you know. It's because, yeah, like you say, maybe it's not 24-7. But for us, it's like that. We just have two days to rest. And, like, we need to really, really take advantage of those, you know. Sometimes the training was so hard that the day that you have to rest, it's just like, oh, I'm going to rest in my, in my, in the bed. My body, my body, my body's too tired, you know. Yeah. So definitely correct. <laughs> All right. Um, but what about what about what um, I like to do like in free times? Like I don't know. I like to uh, freestyle or like I used to look at videos of freestyle in Spanish. I like to write a couple of songs. I don't know. Things drop like that, the, you know? drop <laughs> the dime. We, we uh, yeah we uh, <laughs> I like the segment the underdog man. We feature up and coming artists. Come on, Fernando. <laughs> yeah, Fernando. El, el, el show es um es típicamente puro de pura música. Uh-huh. So you, you're um you you're the first you're the first um person that we bring in here that's an athlete that that you know. But pero dices que cantas, o sea, canta. A ver qué. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't sing, I don't sing. I maybe freestyle, maybe like no. throw some flow and rap over there, but not, not sing. Uh, I know. Okay. Un freestyle, so drop a freestyle. Let me tell you, let me tell you about this. Uh, and it's funny because my dad, <laughs> it's a really good opera singer. Opera singer. Really? Yeah, and I feel that I cannot sing for like nothing. <laughs> what your dad's getting more and more interesting. Whoops your ass. Yeah, my right. dad is can, getting... we br- can we bring your dad on the show? He can fight. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man. So, um, so so let let me ask you this, Fernando. As far as um, you know, your division. What separates you from every other fighter in your division? Can you repeat the question? Sorry, I don't hear you good. Yeah, yeah. As far as uh, your division, what do you think is it's something that separates you from all the other fighters that are on, on your division? My heart. My heart and the way I fight. Nice. The, my fight and the way. The nice. way the, yeah, my heart and the way I fight. Hmm. Why? Because. Uh, I really believe in myself. I really believe that I'm the next 
the, the next thing, you know, like I, what I, in my dream, I really believe in my dream and my goals, what I want to do, like, and why I'm doing it. I have this image in my head, man. Like, every morning I wake up and I have this image in my head of myself uh, with the UFC belt right on the moment when they're going to give it to me in the in the cage and I go and give it to, to my dad. Like, literally put it in his hands, showing him that I hear that this is this is the proof that I'm, I'm somebody in this life. I'm going to be someone in this life. And you don't need you don't need to uh, worry nice. about me. Like I'm a fucking I'm a man that you know. And and like <laughs> that's nice, man. Yeah, that's like nice. that put me in uh, like another mood. Like that's 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 my mental every time. Every time I'm fighting, you know that that's my goal. I really believe that's why my heart is like that's why I fight with so many hearts because I believe in you. In that way that I want to be somebody, <laughs> and uh, and the way that I fight is, is because if, if you see well, if you see the fight, uh, it's just weird because I feel that Donald was thinking that he will beat me up. I think he, he I really think that he get to the cage thinking that he's going to beat beat me up because I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. Because the, the way that LFA and everybody was saying the like the number of my submissions. Like trying to impress that, or trying to make the impression that I was a jiu-jitsu guy. So I really think Donald was <laughs> was really confident that he would beat me up. And after the first switch kick, after the first cross, I remember his face changing from like I'm going to beat this kid up for like oh wow this kid can hit too. But <laughs> like, I don't want to. I don't like. He started. He started to get. He started to get worried. Yeah, like I can feel, I can see his face. My coach said that his face changed since my first kick. But when I when I see it inside the cage is when I hit him with my cross, and then I saw his face, and he was like, "Oh wow!" Like, okay, uh, this is this is this is not what I was expecting. This is real life. <laughs> I, real life happened. Yeah, and uh, and and like. That that throw him off so much that like I make my fight. I just make my fight, and if he tries to take me down, it will be the same. That happened every time I I will go to the ground. Like I just start hitting you. I start hitting you. I start just getting you into weird positions that you don't understand. So that's why I think I'm like that's it. That's why I think my style of fighting is one of those. My heart and my style of fighting is the thing that separates me of every fighter in my division. Makes me better. Nice. Now you talked about <laughs> what you feel sets you apart from your division. Um, this question goes a little bit of hand in hand with that. What does it mean for you to be a fighter? What? What? Yeah, for you, what does it mean to huh. be a fighter? What is your definition of a fighter? Oh, <laughs> a fighter. Like, what like, values? What traits do you? What do you have that that you, that makes you different from other athletes? Uh, you know, basketball players, uh, football players, stuff like that. I think. Uh, ooh, 
That's a good, that's a good question. <laughs> mm. ah. You know, I think it's just the, the, <laughs> level, the, the level of training. And um, damn, I don't know. It's, it's a hard question. That's a hard question for sure. <laughs> We'll come back to it next. We'll come back to this one next time we bring it to the show. So, um, if you know, you said John Jones is is uh, it's the goat to you. That's that's one of your favorite fighters. But if you could have one dream fight, who would it be with? Who would it be with? Damn, that's a good question too. I know. I know. Well, it's funny because. For a long time, I remember even in the gym they were making they were they were like we were making jokes about it. I want to fight. I, I used to want to fight Jeremy Stevens, and I actually said in, our, in another podcast like a, like a couple years ago, I was always like I want to fight with Jeremy Stevens. I don't know why. I just want to fight with him. I like the style that he fights, the way he fights. So <laughs> it's like I think it will be a good fight. And um. <laughs> And one time, it's funny because one time we went to uh, um, to see some fights of one of our, our teammates in Cage Wars. And I was talking with Louis Mocha. I don't know if you guys know Louis Mocha. The last mm-hmm. time we were a great fighter. If you can, no. if you can go and check it out. He's he's a great fighter. You're not going to like. Um, it's going. It's, it's a good acquisition for you <laughs> for your like fighters. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, uh, so I was talking to him and he was making fun about me like, oh yeah, it would be funny that Jeremy Stevens will be here so you can tell him something. And we looked to the side and Jeremy Stevens was standing over there. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh. and uh, but yeah, like I think a dream fight for me, one of, well, one not, not like a dream fight, but a fight that I really want to fight in the UFC is there's a Jeremy Stevens uh, and obviously right now with uh, Max Holloway for sure that's a dream fight for me Max Holloway okay yeah so yeah. are you currently uh, do you have uh, a team that you're training with or is it just your own camp uh, uh, who am I training with what can you repeat the first part yeah. yeah who who are you training with? Oh, well, I'm training with, uh, well, we have a couple in the team. We have uh, Kanan Kawai. He's from Hawaii. He's fighting, uh, he's fighting Bellator in Hawaii. Where he won that fight. It was a good fight. Um, what uh, What else? He was, um... We have Christian Aguilera. He's going to fight next week in Arizona in LFA. Christian Aguilera, I train with him all the time. He's pretty much my number one training uh, training partner. Then, uh, well, we have a lot of a bunch of UFC fighters. You know, we have uh, Alex Perez, Chico Vera, Carla, Carlos Barca. We used to have Joe Soto. We used to have uh, uh, Andrew Philippine to train with us one time. Like we have. UFC fighters too, and like we have the Bellator, the ex Bellator champ, Brand Primus. Like I train with them because, for example, Primus is a 55er, so I have to train with him. Uh, Christian Aguilera is here at 170, and I have to train with him. <laughs> so 
We can train with everybody. <laughs> we can train with everybody, but like we pretty much train with our size guys, and we have a strong guy. Like Christian is a really strong guy. You go and check it out too. Like training with them is a, a like everyday push, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not specifically so, like, um, but I, I, if you ask me this, sorry <laughs> this, this question I give a fact uh, but if you ask me it's not just my camp like we are there training each other like it's getting each other better <laughs> not not just like focusing always in one and then this one and then this one it's always in everybody mm. thank you nice Yeah. so um I know you've mentioned. I know you've mentioned. Um, obviously, the goal is to to get into the UFC. But what are your plans for 2019? Or do you have any other upcoming fights that that you know are going to happen this year? Well, I have another fight already <laughs> in March. Ooh. Yeah, March 9th, I'm fighting again. Where? Uh, CXF. Where at? CXF in California. I'm going to be on Burbank. Burbank. Yeah, and um, that's that's a that's a fight right now that I have. My goal in the 2019, uh, pretty much simple as this, is getting to the UFC. You know, obviously, and seeing a little bit more hard, like trying to trying to see more like a uh, harder uh, future that I want is getting to the top 15 uh, by maybe by November of this year. That's achievable goal. Nice. Yeah, like that's that's a big goal. That's a bigger the bigger goal right now for 2019. That I know is going to be maybe hard, but I'm down to like do whatever to try. <laughs> nice. And we're down, man. You got it, man. You got it. Um, Fernando, what yep. do you want to be remembered for at the end of your career? Ah, <laughs> I want to be like every. I want to be like I want to be goat status. You know, people calling me the goat. <laughs> just like I'm doing with with John Jones. Uh, nice. I really want to be the champion. I want to be the champion in my division. Nice. And like, I don't see the wrong about going to other divisions and be like champ, champ, or triple champ, or things like that. But. If I can be a champion in my division, like dominate my division, uh, I will be happy with that. <laughs> oh, I think I will be happy with that. Like Anderson Silva did. Yeah, like an uh, like an Anderson Silva, or like better, like an Anderson Silva way with knockouts and all that stuff, but like Demetrius Johnson way, like a lot of fights with the championship, you know, like being a legend because I was a fucking good champion. <laughs> So basically, you're not you're saying yeah. don't be a Floyd Mayweather yeah. and and go and dump a bunch of other divisions and take everybody's title. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I just feel uh, well. It's not like not be a Floyd Mayweather, but I really like this as as like being remembered because you were somebody on the sport, not because they're like winning millions. Mm. Like, yeah, the numbers are good, but I'm doing this because I love fighting. <laughs> That's something that I really. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, good point. Wrong, but yeah, well, for... but like, I love fighting, and I would do it if they don't even offer money. <laughs> nice. Well, man, um, we wish you nothing but the best. We're gonna keep uh, our eyes open on your next fight as well. Thank you, sir. He said that it's on March 9th in Burbank, California. And um, we appreciate you taking the time to talking to us, man. But before I let you go, mm-hmm. let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. If you were to fight John Jones, you gonna beat him or what? Ooh, <laughs> like his daddy really did. <laughs> Damn, no, Michael Jackson. No, no, no. He's, he's like, oh, I don't know. I think John Jones is a bit of. No <laughs> oh, man, you supposed to say yeah. You supposed to say hell yeah. I'll kick his ass. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, man. Uh, John Jones is unbeatable. <laughs> <laughs> John Jones is good. For Fernando, man, uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Like I said, Thank you, man. Uh, we really Thank hope you. you get into the UFC, and we hope that all the goals that you have this year, um, as hard as they are, they are reachable, man. And yeah. uh, you have a real good attitude. So yeah. just keep that same attitude, man, and, and you, you'll make it happen, yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank you for taking me, taking the time right, to Fernando, talk to what... me. <laughs> no problem. Pleasure is ours. Yeah, man. We appreciate you coming, man. Yeah, that was Fernando Padilla out of Chihuahua, Mexico. Once again, he does have a fight coming up this Saturday, March the 9th. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, I believe it is on Fox Sports where they show uh, where they show the fight. Actually, it's on Access TV. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Um, and this does it for us. Make sure you guys check out the website, thejvastshow.com. You can find uh, you can find some some of the footage that we've done on previous shows. We'll also be uploading the footage for the Mexican Lifts Tour along with some of the um, some of the pictures that we took of the fans and of the artists that were performing as well. So uh, make sure you guys follow us on all the social media pages at the JVAS Show. That's on Instagram. That is also on um, Facebook. Also check us out on uh, Twitter at the JVAS Show. Uh, once again, I am your host JVAS, and we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys for making us a top feature podcast on iTunes once again. We do appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. Make sure you guys rate, share, and review the podcast. Or maybe I should have said rate, review, and share. Either way, just make sure you guys do it. Show us more love. Uh, Tell your friends about the podcast. We're going to try to bring a variety of um, people to the show, not just music. We're going to try to bring artists of different genres. We're also going to try to bring MMA fighters and people of other, um, you know, I don't know how to say it, but you, go, you guys know what I'm talking about. So uh, once again, make sure you guys follow us on the social media pages at the JVAS Show. And I am your host, JVAS. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. We'll have DQ Hampton joining the show. We'll be talking about his music and his upcoming projects. Yeah, we're out of here. You run your mouth all the time, but you don't box, though. I'm out of here.